Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin, who created... I said give me the hell, Yeah! Hey, this is Zeta Zane. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks. Hey, everyone, this is Jeff Cobb. I'm Lewis Howley. I'm Sam Spoker. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Zena Dragunov. Star, the NXT UK champion, and you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You're now listening to the longest running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C, Romoran, and Chino Liao coming to you for an audio only episode, and this will also mark the official debut of our show host in training bago natin siya ipakilala we gotta let everybody know that uh, the co-host search has officially ended because we have found ourselves a rookie an intern a show host in training if a you will real, a real shitty person <laughs> <laughs> we need a new acronym guys we need, we need the de, de, okay on this is a very right. wrestling acronym yes that's right so our show host in training uh, is the person who we chose from the co-host search. Let's bring him onto the podcast. Please welcome Rowan, the show host in training. Hello, everyone. <laughs> and akala ko nga sa WWE na yung mapapalitan yung pangalan ko. But right now, I am known as Rowan, S-H-I-T. Yes, yes. Buti alam. <laughs> That's yeah, your name. You yes. get your last name when you earn it. <laughs> just yes. like Biggie. Just like, just like Biggie and Andrade. <laughs> they like Veer. Si Veer nagkaroon ng last name nung na-earn na niya. Veer oh. Mahan. So, so si Rowan, the show host in training. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, really quickly, can you introduce yourself to our listeners who may not have heard of you yet? All right. I'm going to reintroduce myself. Hello, my name is Rowan Redacted. I am 20 years old from Quezon City. I am a dentistry student, second year. I have been a wrestling fan for 11 years, and I have been a loyal listener of this podcast since 2015. Damn. All right. All right. 2015, six years going strong. Uh, one yeah. year after we debuted. So thank you for catching us in the very, very early stages of our show. All right. So high school, Pasiro and the show host in training when he started listening to the podcast. And now he's following in the footsteps of many a local wrestling fan. And I hope that your impact on the scene is skewed towards the positive end of the spectrum. Absolutely. So one of Rowan's first ambugs dito sa podcast is yung topic natin for this week's audio-only episode. And he wanted us to talk about wrestlers whose careers ended prematurely due to injury that we'd like to see make a comeback run. So, my inspiration kabarito Rowan? Uh, well, I just seen Corey Graves and Byron Saxon like 
two or three weeks ago sa Raw, they won the 24-7 championship. And I know Corey Graves had his career ended prematurely due to concussions, right? So yeah. right now, parang he stated before that he was on the no-touch list. Pero as we seen last time on Raw, he well, it's kind of an action na rin kasi, di ba? He, he was uh, rolled up. He was rolled up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I I guess pwede na siya kind of. Touch. <laughs> pwede na siya touch. Yeah. So really quickly, the no-touch list is uh, something that's being talked about in wrestling circles as people or talent who can't be involved in any physical altercations or physical segments on uh, WWE programming at least. I'm not sure if there's that AEW or New Japan or every other promotion. But this is something that has been talked about by people who used to be on the no-contact list. People like Christian, people like Brian Daniels. Si Edge, Edge. Right? Yeah, they were on the no-touch list. I believe Stone Cold is also on that uh, list based on an interview he gave years ago. So on that note, let's start our list of these wrestlers whose careers ended prematurely. We want to come back at some point. And let's start with a name I just mentioned. Chino, you wrote down Stone Cold Steve Austin. Make the case. Yeah, I, we talked about Stone Cold Steve Austin during 316 Day and talked about how he had the best five years any wrestler could ever have. Right? Headline WrestleMania, started a whole movement, became champion, and it's revolutionized the sport. But I feel like his career ended prematurely because while injuries weren't the main cause of him having, having to retire, injuries were a contributing factor. Uh, to say the least. And so, because we experienced Stone Cold as, as a hot flash, if you will, in, in the wrestling world, one can't help but wonder what a prolonged era of Austin would be like. Austin 316 to as long as uh, the C Nation. What would that be like? Will it be as sustained Madami pa bang mag-middle finger ngayon, lalo na sa cancel culture natin? Is that going to be a thing that we can grab onto in 2021? Diba? Kasi ngayon, parang nostalgia na lang yung nagdadala kay Stone Cold. Eh. The idea of Stone Cold stunning whoever he stuns for that spot he does once every year. Diba? So, it, it's just, it, it plays with my imagination. Interesting Stone Cold factoid. His WWF run uh, only lasted eight years. So a lot of people on the roster right now have more longevity than uh, the Stone Cold Steve Austin character. Like Daniel Bryan was a longer entity on the WWE than Stone Cold Steve Austin was. So imagine in what how uh, more impactful it would have been had he had a longer run at the top. Yeah, especially during that time, di ba? Attitude era, kasagsagat talaga ng popularity ni Austin, nung uh, pagka-degenerate talaga ng American pop culture. So, yeah, really interesting stuff to see what uh, 40-year-old Stone Cold would have been as a wrestler or as a character, you know, beyond the Sheriff of Raw uh, gimmick that he had through 2003. Um, sticking with somebody whose uh, popularity was also at its peak during the 90s, let's talk about Bret the Hitman Hart. Uh, yes, he did have that comeback in 2010 when he had that uh, no disqualification match with Mr. McMahon at WrestleMania 26. But for most people, Bret Hart's run ended in WCW after that fateful match with one Bill Goldberg. <laughs> yeah, uh, sayang lang because you've seen you see wrestlers wrestling in their 40s now, and uh, that was really taken away from us. Uh, 
us who grew up in the 2000s uh we could have seen uh you know a still uh still good bret hart going at it well into his 50s but now we can't say goldberg stiffed him so yun sayang lang yeah, yeah. The, the technical skill that bret hart bring brought to the ring during his heyday was just unmatched and unparalleled diba kahit panoorin mo ngayon sa network yung mga matches niya it's still so captivating and so it can't, i can't help but wonder diba kasi na influence niya yung mga tao ngayon eh like the Zack Sabre Juniors of the world or yung mga technical wrestlers na pinapanood natin ngayon diba Daniel Bryan's of the world diba Rowan na buta mo ba yung ano yung match ni Bret Hart at WrestleMania 26 i believe yes i Vince? yep i did pero parang parang ni replay na lang ng Jack TV on like around November and right. i actually catched up when Bret Hart won the United States title from The Miz. Yeah, that happened. What? I don't remember. Yeah, yes. that was a thing. This, this is the thing. That was a thing. And then, yes. and then when he became the general manager of Raw, he had to strip the title. Yes, yes. two they, weeks later. Two weeks after mm-hmm. he won. So, yep. so Rowan, tanongin lang kita. As a newer fan to, to wrestling, when you, mm-hmm. was that the first time you saw Bret Hart? And if so, what were your impressions of him? I really think he's cool. And I really wish nakita ko siya wrestling on his prime. Uh, uh, parang siguro if I lived in the 80s parang or kailan ba siya uh, active 80s 90s, 80s, yeah. 90s yeah. yeah siguro kung napanood ko siya during those times magiging so, super favorite ko siya right, right. See, cool. so yung impact talaga ni Bret Hart even now people we want diamond rappers in the quote of Bret Hart uh, sa lyrics it was even that. in the Simpsons yeah. right? it was even on the Simpsons exactly so um, you know, the impact that he has on the culture even just outside of wrestling. Sayang lang na maaga siyang nag-retire. Yeah. Because, you know, things happen. Let's go to the next name on our list. And this is another member of the legendary Hart family, Tyson Kidd, or, you know, his real name, TJ Wilson, which he gets acknowledged as now uh, that he's a producer in the WWE. And I have a very soft spot for Tyson Kidd because he was Cesaro's tag team partner. I love that tag team, Cesaro and Kidd. Tapos, um, it was really unfortunate how uh, that muscle buster from Samoa Joe in 2015 just um, ended his career prematurely. It was nobody's fault. Everybody acknowledges na you know there there's no ill will towards anybody. It's just really something na uh, sobrang minalas talaga, talaga lahat ng mga taong involved. Uh, Rowan, since you're the newer fan here and you've seen um, parts of Tyson Kidd's career, what do you remember best about his run? All right, this is my favorite part. Uh, so, see Tyson Kidd, he's one of my favorite wrestlers actually during my first months as a wrestling fan. But say he he just have this unique look, like he, yung hairstyle niya yeah, is the crown. kind of bald, and then may merong shambang sa harapan, spiked it a little up, and then parang short-lived yung tag team for me. Parang hindi ko masyado naabutan kasi yung Hart Dynasty, and with uh, Harry Smith being employed a couple of months ago, I, I had a feeling na pwede sila mag-tag team ulit, you know, or or even with Cesaro. Yeah, uh, we, well, obviously, we're never going to find out, diba? And I'm not sure if Tyson Kidd is on that no-contact list. Um, obviously, that's not like a public document, diba? We only find out when uh, these wrestlers, these superstars speak about it in, in interviews. Um, I just think that the silver lining to have come out of all of this is that he's one of those people who uh, didn't, 
really go to a dark place. Like they just stayed in the industry, and in fact, they've contributed even more, even uh, in their their post in ring career, diba? Like the women in WWE speak so highly about his contributions to their matches as a producer and as a road agent and as a mentor. Yeah, not to sound uh, cliche here, pero you know the old saying: when a door closes, a window opens, diba? So parang he. he found another opportunity to contribute to the business by being a producer and by being an agent. And in that way, he was able to contribute to the women's evolution that we see now. So, kahit sabihin natin sayang yung career ni Tyson Kidd as a, an in-ring performer, he still was able to make an impact as a backstage uh, personnel, personality. I sure. say this. I say this with no knowledge of his medical condition whatsoever. But I feel like if people like uh, Daniel Bryan and uh, uh, Christian could make a comeback, and Edge could make a comeback, feeling ko come back si Tyson Kidd. But I feel like he's also pretty happy being a producer backstage in the WWE. Uh, the, ro- the women, capacity. yeah, the women definitely love him producing their matches. So I guess he's found a happy place, naren. Uh, one of the times like, favorite favorite is when he put over like the guys like Neville, Sami Zayn, and Tyler Breeze. Remember that Fatal 4 in NXT? Yeah, yep. yeah right. his NXT run was an all-time run for me. Uh, yeah, one of my favorite parts like favorite in NXT. Mm-hmm. Yep. For sure, for sure. Uh, since we mentioned Tyson Kidd, who's a big advocate of uh, the, the female performers in WWE, let's talk about a female performer whose career also ended prematurely, and that's Paige. So, um, see, Paige, when she first appeared on NXT and then she made that surprise debut about a year or two after on Raw and won the Divas Championship from AJ Lee, I really thought that she would be um, a staple of the women's division for years and years and years. And yet, her run was like half long, maybe even less of Stone Cold's eight-year run. Yeah, it's pretty unfortunate that um, such a promising... Uh, talent that they signed because of her uh, pedigree diba? got cut short and I think it's one of the biggest what if stories that are that is plaguing the, uh, the women's division right now but but their uh, NXT um, their NXT signings in you know Becky Charlotte Bailey Sasha they all paid off so um, Paige's loss isn't felt as much not that we don't want her to come back I, I still want to know what would have happened if she were to fulfill her destiny Sayang I just see Paige because like you said the the, the four horsemen paved the way for the women's evolution the una pasadon sa four horsewomen and she was one of the first divas or oh, sorry female wrestlers they called her the anti diva for that yes. specific uh reason diba kasi she was so against the grain and saying yung potential niya like you guys said because she it got injured so fast and ended up relegating her to a managerial uh position that something that she really wasn't too pleased with because obviously gusto din ng talagang mag wrestle so sayang din kasi now that people like you having any road about like sila edge christian and brand danielson have made the comeback to the ring page maybe it's within the realm of possibilities however feeling at this point of her career with all the things that are happening with the twitch and wwe issues so we i can't really say that they're gone too soon page from the wrestling world i just want to mention that 
parang naramdaman ko yung pain niya like days before she retired. Like, I don't know if you guys catch this up, pero during the WrestleMania 34 pre-show, during the Women's Battle Royal, she returned as a commentator. Pero parang na-mention ata, was it Michael Cole? Parang sinabi, oh, you're not gonna be part of this match because of the injury that you sustained. And then Paige later on mentioned that, oh, maybe next year. Pero the next night on Raw, nag-retire na siya. So I guess parang, ano, she's really hungry to wrestle still. And parang recently nga, she even tweeted that she still wants to wrestle. I think uh, she is being held back by the WWE. So I feel that if she were to leave the company and you know not be officially contracted anymore, I feel like another company would give her a shot. So I think, um, like Chino said, it's in the cards, I think. And we could be seeing her in the ring, um, you know, before, uh, before, before long, before she gets even older. Yeah, it's all speculation really on our end just because we don't know medical records yet. But like, you know, basically everybody else on this list. I uh, just want to add really quickly that uh, I felt the worst for Paige in uh, 2018 Royal Rumble. Diba? That was the very first Women's Royal Rumble and she was actually preparing for that moment because that was right as she made her in-ring comeback uh, towards the end of 2017, uh, early 2018 with Absolution. So, sobrang sayang lang talaga na Uh, we never got that moment. And ganun din, like with the WrestleMania 34 Battle Royal, I think she was, she was just doing commentary on uh, Women's Royal Rumble, uh, if I remember correctly. Yeah, when you guys, sorry, just a quick word. When you guys say na before she gets older, somebody said that she's only 29. So may oras pa siya. Diba? Yeah. You see guys wrestling into their 40s now. Diba? Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson took 11, oh, sorry, took three years out. Si Edge, 11 years bago nakabalik. So it's really not impossible for her to come back. Yes. It's just ha- coming up with the appropriate opportunity. Yeah, and you know, uh, kung ano nga talaga, kung yung medical issues niya, which again are different from everybody else, will eventually allow her, di ba? All right, next up, Wade Barrett. Uh, this is a, a weird case in the sense na I'm not sure, or I don't think it's that public, na meron talagang medical issues si Wade Barrett that... Have ended his career, but the last time he wrestled, he, he wrestled was in 2016, diba? uh, right as he left WWE. And when he returned to the wrestling world, he was a commissioner in Defiant, I, I believe, in the UK. And then he did uh, color commentary for NWA. And then he came back to WWE as part of the NXT commentary team. So, what do we know about uh, Wade Barrett's medical situation? Meron ba? Uh, ano ba? I don't know. I think he doesn't want to wrestle anymore. I feel like he he's not super injured, but he doesn't want to, you know, put his body through all of that. It feels like he doesn't want to put his body through all of that. He's uh, happy being a commentator. And, um, you know, if, uh, if I were him and I took all the bumps he did, um, I wouldn't be uh, against the idea as well. So, um ito rin, ito mas, ano, mas likely na makakabalik siya uh, when he really, really wants to. Wade Barrett's career, also just as quick and just as hot as all the other people mentioned on this list. However, yung case niya is a little different because he wasn't really injured. So I don't really know what the reason for his departure 
from in-ring competition is. Malay mo, nagsawa na siya from taking all those bumps, di ba? Or naniwala siya kay John Cena when he banished the Nexus from the WWE. We really don't know. Um, however, he's seemed to find he seemed to find his groove as a commentator for NXT. And ang ganda ng tandem nung trio nilang tatlo, Beth Phoenix, himself, and uh, Vic the other guy. Vic Joseph. There we go. Uh, ang ganda ng chemistry nilang tatlo and it keeps us wanting to watch more of NXT. So maybe he's found his true calling in the WWE. Perhaps, perhaps. Uh, Rowan, you put Wade Barrett on the original draft. So uh, what, any, any thoughts on uh, the former King of the Ring? Not only a former King of the Ring, he is also the winner of the Season 1 NXT. <laughs> and, yeah, I just want to mention that. And I actually still want to see him become a world champion. Like, If not, if not in the main roster, puede din sa NXT mismo, mismo. Like, he can snap his headset off and then attack Tommaso Ciampa. I just want to see him as a champion again. I want to see him in, in ring competition again. Yeah, given the direction of NXT 2.0, I think that's actually unlikely. But uh, we can dream. <laughs> we can dream of a scenario in which uh, Wade Barrett comes out of retirement and shows up on Raw or SmackDown with, like, Nexus 2.0 or something. Or The Core 2.0. Retribution. God, uh, no, uh, let, let's, let's not go that far. All right, we'll take a break. We'll get to the second half of this list. But first, we got to let you know if one of the ways you can support the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, and that is through your online shopping over on Lazada. All right, guys, uh, it's almost a 12-12 sale, the last big sale of the year in a couple of weeks. So you can still get in your shopping on Lazada because hashtag Nasa Lazada yan, and support the podcast in the process. All you got to do is use our affiliate link, podlink.co slash IAM, podlink.co slash the letters IAM. And type that in your mobile browser at the cart and check out on the mobile app. And what you buy will help us do what we do here in the podcast at no extra cost. And now a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Are you a big sports fan? If so, make sure to listen to Off the Record with me, Mix Bustos. Together, we'll get up close and personal with the biggest names in the sports industry. Check it out after listening to this episode. Off the Record is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all other major podcast platforms thanks to Podcast Network Asia. Catch you guys on my show. And we're back with our list of wrestlers whose careers ended prematurely due to injuries. Nagusto natin makita ng mag-comeback. Let's start off with another color commentator in WWE that we all have a soft spot for, and that is Nigel McGuinness. So let's make the case for Nigel. Okay, so Nigel McGuinness was on the brink of a big, big breakthrough in his career. Uh, he was in TNA. So he was a pretty big deal. He was one of the best signings that TNA had. Because when uh, when WWE was signing up guys like Brian Danielson and Loki, TNA got Nigel McGuinness, and signed them that he was not able to follow through, and you know take his career even higher. And uh, now he's happy as a color commentator. He does a damn good job of being a color commentator. And um, I don't know. I still want to see him. I wasn't, you know, that big of a Nigel McInnes fan back then. But had I seen his career 
in Ring of Honor and all of that other good stuff in the indies, I probably would have been a Nigel McGuinness guy. So now I will admit I know him better as the good British color commentator on in WWE. Yeah. Uh, quick question for ano for Ro or Chino na lang. Uh, I guess this is for Rowan. Um, what's his comp? Like you look at someone like Nigel McGuinness in the ring uh, with his size, his look, and his move set. Who can you compare him to from the current generation? Ah, uh, okay. uh, he's big. He's a big dude. So he is more like, like he was like their better Randy Orton. Parang ganon. Um, he was like a smaller Samoa Joe. Uh, if if that makes sense. Oh, but major stiff for each other, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was really Japanese influenced. Yeah, yeah. I, I honestly, I'll be honest here. He did a whole well versed career the Nigel because it's part of my indie dark spot here, my indie blind spot here. Yes. But I've heard people like Daniel Bryan and the like talk about how good he was in the ring. How hard he hit. See, Bryan Danielson mismo attests to that fact to say they had this one match. Which is just, they just kicked each other. If if you if Daniel Bryan Bryan Danielson tell, talks about how hard you kick, then alam mo balak ka talaga sa mga So it's just uh, it it's a testament to the man's skill in the ring. Now that said, I really would have wanted to witness this to see it other than from the random uh, YouTube clips that I see. Because sayang din di ba? Because you have that talent and that capability. And it wasn't really showcased in the largest uh, wrestling stage of them all. However, that said, like all the other or most of the other people on this list, he's also found his calling as a commentator. And he seems to fit that role well. I remember that in his documentary on the WWE Network na he was already signed or about to get signed. And then uh, his medical tests came up. Parang he had like hepatitis or something. There was there was a, a disease or a condition that medically disqualified him. So they had to pull, rescind the contract. Kaya hindi natuloy. So it took years until uh, NXT decided to do the U- UK tournament. And then that's how Nigel McGuinness was brought into WWE. Uh, Rowan, the sh- uh, show host intern, uh, yes. since you are relatively new to the fandom, uh, what was your first touch point with Nigel McGuinness? Well, una ko talaga siya nakilala when he debuted for NXT as a commentator during the UK Championship Tournament. And I'm really not familiar with him kasi I never saw him wrestle. And I heard he was from TNA as Desmond Wolf, And th- that's all about it. Tapos nalaman naman ko rin that he's also, magis- he's also a magician like me. <laughs> oh, interesting. All right. Uh, begin yeah, and... homework here on the pod. Uh, the, that, that match that Chino mentioned between him and Brian, it's on YouTube in full. Go look for it. Go watch it. Yeah, this, this generation knows him best as a commentator because uh, for the good part of the decade, of the last decade, he was pretty much already doing color commentary. So uh, I wouldn't be I, I wouldn't blame you at all for not knowing that he was actually a wrestler and he is actually bigger than he looks. Yeah, yeah. So, like when he stands next to Vic Joseph, ano sila, uh, magkapantay lang sila ng height. And they're both tall dudes. Yeah. It just also, iba yung itsura niya sa indies eh. So, it's really, hindi mo din talaga masabi na siya yun. Like, compared yeah. to what he looks like now. For sure, for sure. Right, moving on to the next name on our list. Let's talk about AJ Lee. Now, AJ is one of those uh, very few wrestlers now, when their career ended, they didn't lose. But it's a tradition in the business Now you go out on your back, so to speak. But AJ Lee's last um, wrestling match in the WWE 
was her and Paige teaming up against the Bella Twins and winning at WrestleMania. So let's make the case for AJ and and her uh, hypothetical comeback if she would ever want to. Uh, I don't think uh, that comeback is ever happening because Punk himself, his uh, her husband, has said that um, his her her neck is really really bad. So uh, I don't think she would want to uh, risk that all over again. But AJ's run lasted what four years or so, Maganon, and she is still one of the most requested wrestlers for a comeback by WWE fans everywhere. So you can imagine the total impact of AJ Lee for not being the stereotypical WWE diva at the time. Even though she admittedly wasn't the best, um, she went over so well with a lot of fans. So uh, if this were to happen, I think a lot of people would blow their top. Yeah, the, the people, uh, sorry, the divas, the rest, the female wrestlers like AJ, like Paige, paved the way for the current crop of females to arrive. The likes of Cora Jade, who we see on NXT right now. The anti-divas, the alt-beauties, uh, shall we say. And if it weren't for them, we wouldn't be getting all this new crop of current female prospects. So I feel like see AJ is also part of that unfortunate boat with Paige which is ironic kasi natalo siya ni Paige, diba? And then we yeah. thought na all the way na si Paige na hindi din pala nangyari. And with AJ, the same thing also happened. The only difference is kahit pa paano nakabuelo si AJ Lee, eh. diba? She, she still had a few good runs in her. However, unfortunately, injury is a pesky, a pesky little thing on the neck. And so, it's sad to see her go out like that, but at, at the same time, you can't help but wonder as well. Right? let sleeping dogs lay, but still, deep down, I feel like they come back by it. I don't know. I, I, I can't guess because that's likely not happening, especially with her successful post-wrestling career as an author, as a motivational speaker, and everything else she's able to do in between. Uh, Rowan, any thoughts on AJ Lee? Uh, she's actually one of my first favorite female wrestlers. Because she's the girl next door, you know? And parang nerdy type of chick. So you're crush ka rin kay AJ Lee? Well, I don't know. What's that? 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 Mm-hmm. Also, see AJ. Para, before we forget, is associated with the new uh, wrestling promotion of Jeannie Bus, right? She yes, Jeannie Bus. She the owner is, of the Lakers. Uh, a uh, commentator, wow, color commentator, yeah. producer, wow. right? Of of that promotion. So, malay natin, bakapagpasok siya don. Yeah, uh, it was one of those things that I didn't have on my 2021 wrestling bingo card. Then again, a lot of the things that happened this year were also not on my 2021 wrestling bingo card, uh, both good and bad. So, yeah. AJ Lee. All right, let's go to name number eight, Corey Graves. See, see Corey Graves, uh, when he retired in, I believe, 2014, it was due to concussion issues. And it was not long after uh, Christian also stopped competing because of the same medical condition. And I remember first seeing him being introduced as a commentator at an NXT takeover. I think it was like Our Evolution or something. And I never really got to see him perform. So I'm going to start with Ro because you've NXT before me. What do you remember about his in-ring run? Uh, 
he wasn't spectacular. Like people were comparing him to a young CM Punk, but I think that was only because of the punk gimmick and the tattoos. Pero he was okay. Parang I'm sure the WWE saw that he was someone who was coachable and moldable to their standards. So um, uh, I don't know what his ceiling would have been in the company, but uh, as we all know now, he can talk, and that uh, leveraged him, you know, to become a successful color commentator to be a part of that broadcast machine so uh i don't know if people want to see him back i don't think he built up that much goodwill for people to want to you know clamor for him so but if he wants to wrestle again i wouldn't uh i wouldn't be opposed to it i don't think he's that old uh to begin with yeah he's only in his mid 30s uh i and and he has a brother na mas bata pa who's uh who who was really famous in mexico as sam adonis yung pro trump na heel uh na heel wrestler uh let's go to rowan first before we go to chino uh what do you remember about seeing Corey graves for the first time Pareho ba tayo na you you first saw him on tv as a commentator uh no actually inconsistent nga ako when i saw him in nxt first and then so when NXT was in Studio Twenty Three, hindi hindi klaro kung ano yung schedule nila. So what a throwback, they, Studio Twenty Three. Yeah. yeah, so hindi ko alam kung when I will I would catch up on NXT. Uh, first thing I saw him was first time I saw him was when he competed for the NXT title versus Rollins, and then next thing you know, parang some month after, he is tagging with Neville and tagging. So nabutan mo yung run na yun. Okay, yes. great, great. Uh, tell us more. Um. Parang meron silang malit na feud with Sami Zayn, pero parang it ended abruptly. Yeah, as as, as stories do. Cool, cool, cool. Chino, tell us about Corey Graves. So like I like Rowan was saying, I think if he was one of my first favorites in NXT when I started watching NXT at that time, he I remember his tag team run as champions with one Adrian Neville, who we now see as Pac on AEW, WW, and uh, I like how. <laughs> I liked his whole gimmick, even though he he himself acknowledges the fact that it's very CM Punk inspired. Like he said it himself on tape that the WWE wanted their own parang, uh, undertow CM Punk, right? CM Punk that they can control right. in a sense. And that's why they had Corey Graves. Now, unfortunately, concussion issues would plague him and prevent him from making a successful in-ring return. Because I like his old gimmick na anti-establishment siya. Because his finisher was the reverse figure four. So he would put you... He, he'd do the reverse figure four without having to turn over. Which to me was just like counterintuitive in a sense. So nagustuhan ko yung aspect na However, right now where he stands as, as the true voice of the WWE, diba? Uh, when, I, when I think of commentary teams, I think of Corey Graves right now. Not that I'm saying I don't want to see him back or that but I feel like out of all the people on this list, calling as a commentator. Right, right. Uh, I, I like what you said about Corey Graves, I guess, being the voice of the WWE in many ways, that's actually kind of true. Cause he's gone through every show. Like literally every show except probably NXT UK. Lahat yun din na ni Corey Graves. And uh, this generation of wrestling fans probably thinks of him now the same way that uh, Chino's generation would think of JR and Jerry Lawler. Diba? So that, that makes a lot of sense to me. 
Let's move on to our last two names and let's start off with this one. Ito, uh, this wrestling career I do believe was also gone too soon and that's Jason Jordan. So uh, Jason Jordan uh, was really mostly known as a tag team competitor but with uh, Chad Gable as part of American Alpha. They won the SmackDown and NXT Tag Team Championships. Then he went to Raw, won the titles with Seth Vin. He was also Kurt Angle's son. That's, that's kind of weird. And then after that, he really just disappeared and people didn't know why until there mga balibalitang lumabas na apparently uh, din, na medically disqualified na rin siya. Yeah, uh, I had such high hopes for Jason Jordan. Uh, the both of them, him and Chad Gable, were such good wrestlers that I I had a feeling that they would be pushed to the moon eventually. As you know, uh, as um, when they whenever they would be split up. So sorbang sayang lang when we found out that he couldn't continue anymore because of his, uh, I believe, his bad neck. So um, American Alpha was one of the best products NXT ever had. And it just pains me to see a young talent like this, a young promising talent like this, get cut short because of uh, factors he had no control in. Oh, I didn't get to see Jason Jordan because of the fact that he's also been, kind of that young talent in the ni Chad Gable during their time in Alpha, uh, in American Alphas. Medyo matagal na din siya sa NXT nun eh, diba? Like, yeah. I remember yes, seeing yes. even uh, way before the American Alpha were a thing. And when I when he got his shot as a tag team, as a solid tag team, I couldn't help but be happy for him because there are guys in NXT who just meander in the mid-card because they aren't able to grab onto something successful. And when you see guys like Jason Jordan or Scott Dawson or another name escapes me. Right? Angelo Dawkins. Angelo Dawkins, the Street Profits. You guys that are so tagal, pop from the crowd and they finally get a tag team that works you can't help but be happy for him so sayang lang din si Jason Jordan because he had to bow out so quickly especially after the American Alpha were broken up so quickly after their call up yeah uh, Jason Jordan um, as far as we know works backstage net and as a producer I believe we first saw him in that role during the Jeff Hardy Sheamus uh, storyline on Smackdown last year uh, like he was in the background it's a performance center in a suit and then that's when people started speculating that oh na, uh, producer na pala siya. oh retired na pala siya. so I, I guess that's uh, pretty much what allowed people to uh, find out that he's now a producer Rowan do you have any thoughts on Jason Jordan? You know, sa sobrang tagal na ni Jason Jordan sa NXT, yung first time na nakita ko siya was he was teaming up with the pre-Perfect 10, Ty Dillinger. Yes. Oh yes, I remember yes. that. Yeah, they, they have that weird tag team that they got on sila ng feud. And then it later transitioned that Jason Jordan is now with Chad Gable. And then meron sila backstage segment with the uh, Ready Willing Gable towel. Mm, sinusuyo pa siya ni Chad Gable nun. Yeah, and then they had, uh, I think the following year later, Naglaban sila with the revival for the titles. Yes. That incredible, incredible match. And then, nagkaroon nga ng parang comparison like with the Steiner brothers, I believe, due to their attire or and the, their appearance as well. Yeah, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. And I believe he's the only or first superstar to win the Raw, SmackDown, and NXT Tag Team Championships as a single star, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, because he had partners niya when he won uh, those different titles. So yeah, uh, Jason Jordan, um, good then. Uh, I'm happy that he at least was able to um, find his calling or find a career post uh, post wrestler or post wrestling as a backstage producer. 
right, we're going to round out our list with a name that uh, Ro contributed to our uh, t- uh, to this episode. Let's talk about Monty Brown, or if you remember him from ECW, Marcus Corvon. Alpha male. The alpha male. So I don't know if Rowan is familiar with Marcus Carvon or Monty Brown. Pero oh, I'm not. <laughs> that's okay. It's okay. He was way before <laughs> your introduction to pro wrestling. But but I believe that Monty Brown was WWE's biggest sign from TNA, signing from TNA at the time. So Monty Brown was a big african-american star that tna had and then champere yeah yeah uh you go over to the to the major leagues because you are rising in your career and then all of a sudden um he wasn't cut his career wasn't cut short admittedly because of an injury but because of family issues and uh hindi na siya nakabalik for whatever reason i don't know why uh but i felt like all the the entire time, I felt like he could have always come back to uh, to wrestling if he really wanted to, but I guess he didn't want to. And sobrang sayang now because um, he is so good. Everybody still remembers the pounds, his finishing yeah. maneuver. Yeah. So everybody still asks about the pounds. Uh, if you see someone doing the pounds, everyone above a certain age will tell you that that was Monty Brown's thing, and. Uh, Putting him in ECW at the time, back in 2006-2007, that was a sign that WWE wanted to do something with you. And they were training you to, uh, they were molding you for the future. So imagine what could have happened, uh, what could have been for an African-American wrestler like Monty Brown had uh, he continued. He might have been... You know the first ever African American WWE champion before, before Kofi, before Lashley, diba? Before Big E. Yeah, tama si nabi about ECW in the mid two thousands being like the training ground for the stars heading to the big time, diba? John Morrison, CM Punk, Bobby Lashley, lahat sila dumaan sa stage na yun eh. So um, whenever I think of the pounce, yun talaga yung uh, epitome of ginombag yung tao. So, talagang lumilipad sila. So, that's what I remember from Monty Brown's TNA days. Chino, I'm sure you remember even more. No, I remember Monty Brown from his TNA days. Noong una nung nakita ko yung pounds, honestly, hindi ako na-impressed because I was like, eh, shoulder tackle lang yun eh. <laughs> Ba't kayo lumilipad, guys? Ginagawa niyo yun, ngayon, tapos lumilipad kayo. Diba? But then, the way he sells it as a former linebacker, diba? and if you're not knowledgeable, uh, with American football. Yan yung basic tackle na ginagawa nila in, yeah, in, yeah. in a scrimmage. So, imagine it mo, di ba? May pads sila noon, full force. Ito, walang pads, full force pa rin. And he's able to execute it so effortless, effortlessly. Uh, the WWE has had a history of converting mga athletes from other sports into pro wrestlers. And they really tried with Monty Brown. Unfortunately, he is going to remain one of those biggest what-ifs uh, WWE because we really couldn't tell where he would have gone had he stuck with the company. So there. Uh, that's a quick history lesson for Rowan, the show host intern, who was obviously too young to have seen the alpha male Monty <laughs> Brown or Marcus Corvon at yung pagjombag niya sa mga nakalaban niya. Yes, Rowan? Well, actually... Ba't ka nagtataas ng kamay? Klase ba to? <laughs> well, Ba't ka kagayang stand teacher ka ba? Yeah, he is. I, I am. Hindi <laughs> Rowan? <laughs> yes, Rowan, go ahead. Uh, well, I was just gonna... I was just gonna mention that the only time I saw 
Marcus Carbon was on SVR 08. Nung nag-explore ako ng mga ano, lumang wrestling games. Yun. And then one of the old wrestling games I I bought was 08 ng SVR. Right, right. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, uh, one of the last uh, games then from that series, the SmackDown versus Raw, uh, which we should probably talk about in one of these audio-only episodes one of these days. Pagdabas sa siguro ng Tokyo 22. Yeah, in, in a few months, by March, by March. All right, so there you have it. Those are our, uh, or that's our list rather of wrestlers whose careers ended prematurely. Now you know we hope or want to uh, see in a comeback, like in in some I don't know alternate universe or alternate dimension or what have you. I'm sure we missed out on a lot of names. Pero pa kaya naisip na iba. Oh, ilang yan? Tweet yong me or uh, send us a comment or a question sa TikTok at Wrestling Two X Pod. Now, uh, before we get out of here and let you know how you can get in touch with us, here are a few ways to, uh, to support the podcast. And we can start off with the Patreon community. The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast Patreon community has really grown over the last few days, and we want you to be a part of it. Yeah, uh, the Tagalog commentary by Stan and Carlo Pimentuan really drew in a lot of people who uh, wanted to catch it live. And it did not disappoint. Uh, if you guys saw Survivor Series, it was really made better by you know hearing commentary in our own native tongue. And if you want to catch the next uh, WWE pay-per-view, which will also have that Tagalog commentary, that's going to be day one on January 2, uh, Manila time. So you can sign up for our Patreon at patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast to sign up uh, to catch that with us. Uh, you get access to our Discord community where we do the watch parties. We also get um, exclusive review content of all the shows, all the all the pay-per-views every week. And you also get the chance to get WWE merch and we're also giving out, you know, uh, free merch of their choosing, of our patrons choosing because it's Christmas. And what better way to give back than to uh, give them a little something, something from the States. And also, we also have some free merch of our own that we are giving out soon. So if you want all of that good stuff, again, patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast for as low as 250 pesos a month. You can also support the pod by protecting your online activity and your devices by getting a subscription over at NordVPN. All right, guys, you can protect your online activity on the internet by subscribing to a NordVPN account. All you got to do is use our link, podlink.co slash the numbers 476, podlink.co slash 476. It will take you to the NordVPN store page where you can sign up for a two-year and four-month subscription, all for a great deal of $89, all right? And another couple of ways to support the pod, you can start off with your online shopping as well over on Shopee because malapit na mag sale. Yes, malapit na mag end of uh, end of month sale, uh, payday sale. So all you gotta do is use our affiliate link to support the podcast with your shopping on Shopee. It is podlink.co slash w9x podlink.co slash the letter W, the number nine and the letter X. Same as before, type that in your mobile browser at the cart and check out on the mobile app. And what you buy will help us do what we do here in the podcast at no extra cost. And finally, you can treat yourself to something from the Nike Southeast Asian online store, especially ngayon magpapasko na. Right, right, right. So if you want to get some new drip from the Nike Southeast Asia store, all you got to do is use our affiliate link, podlink.co slash 2J8, podlink.co slash the number 2, the letter J, and the number 8. It will take you to the Nike Southeast Asia online store, and what you buy will also help us do what we do here at the podcast at no extra cost to you. 
All right, that's going to do it for this episode of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. We'll catch you on Thursday for our weekly live stream on Kumu at Wrestling Wrestling Pod or on Facebook. Uh, Facebook.com slash Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. That's Thursday at 7 p.m. You can also follow us on social media. Same handle for Instagram. Instagram.com slash Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. And like I said earlier, for Twitter and TikTok, it is at Wrestling2XPod. You can tweet me at underscore Stan C. Chino at Chino Supersized. Row at Row is War. And Row and the show host intern, do you want the listeners to start coming for you on Twitter? Yes, please. Uh... On Twitter, please follow me, Monday Night Rowan, N I T E. And on Instagram, Monday Night Rowan, normal spelling. <laughs> All right. Kala ko magkakot siya ulit eh. Dapat two cuts lang pag intern ah. Wala pa yun sa benefits package. So if you want to um, give some comments to uh, Rowan, the show host intern, that's how you can reach him. Wala mo nang hate mail. Hindi pa siya ready for that. Wala po. Training pa lang, guys. Kalma lang. Constructive criticism lang muna tayo. Alright? So that's gonna do it for us. Thank you so much to Babyface producer Gel and the PNA team for doing the good work behind the scenes. On behalf of Rowan, the show host intern, Ro Moran and Chino Liao, my name is Tansy reminding everyone to please mask up, get your vaccines if you can, and by next year, go ahead and vote Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Out. Peace. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. 